0: Hope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. Joseph's Time in Prison, Part 2, Key Verse, 2 Peter 2.19 And while they promise you liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption. For by whom someone is overcome, by him also they are brought into bondage. And that's a paraphrase of that verse. Now, keep in mind this devotional series is about us being taken prisoner. As Joseph was put into prison, actually, we may be in a prison of sorts, commonly called bondage in the Bible. Many Christians are prisoners to habits and practices in the spiritual realm as Joseph was in the physical realm. As I read the Bible and prayed this morning, prior to writing this episode's notes, I concluded my time with God by reading a devotional message in A.W. Tozer's book, Renewed Day by Day. His message fit perfectly with this episode, that of time in prison, whether actually as happened to Joseph or spiritually as is happening to countless Christians today. He called it, Christians drawn by this present world's charms. And this man did most of his writing back in the 40s and 50s what would he think about the state of the church today? The devotion focus is what it looks like to be a Christian in bondage. Now, Joseph was put into prison, into bondage against his will. But his bondage was a result of standing firm against committing sin against God. But how many Christians are there in bondage against their better judgment? There are too many kinds of bondage to list them all, but here are a few. Alcohol, drugs, porn, food. Oh, here we go. Social media. Then there are mental disorders and disease, etc. Each kind of bondage has something driving it, like pain in many cases. But listen, Joseph's bondage resulted in a driving factor of honoring God, and through this, by honoring his Egyptian master. I speak, however, to the bondage resulting from our choices. For example, how many of us first thing when we get out of bed and begin our day with social media on our phones instead of beginning our day with time alone with God by reading the Bible in prayer? Whichever one you start your day with is a choice you make. During Joseph's time in prison, each day was defined by his bondage there were certain things he could do and others he could not. And it's the same with us. If we are being held in the vice grip of a harmful habit, there are certain things we will do and others we won't. So let me cut to the heart of the matter. Most, if not all, harmful habits are a result of us trying to numb some kind of pain. It can be the pain of rejection, a bad marriage, poor health, violence in the home, And the list just goes on and on. And what you may not know is within the brain, the midbrain, a survival instinct is at work. And when we discover, even inadvertently, how to release dopamine, this is a heroin-like substance that gives a feeling of euphoria, then we are in trouble. The feeling I'm talking about is that which happens during sexual climax. That's the release of dopamine. Now, addictions are those actions which release dopamine. And for those of you who wouldn't dare use illicit drugs, drink to excess, or view porn, and I've done two of these to numb the pain, alcohol and porn, there is a spreading addiction sweeping like wildfire throughout the world. It's cell phone social media. Listen to this article in Forbes magazine online. The link is in the show notes. If you believe you may be addicted to your digital devices, you're not alone. Check out these sobering stats. Americans check their phone an average of 344 times each day. Nearly half of Americans believe they are addicted to their cell phone. The average American will spend the equivalent of 44 days on their phone in 2022. That's nearly a month and a half. And developing a compulsive need to use your digital devices is a hallmark of an addiction and it's a rampant problem in our society today. Digital addiction doesn't just interfere with our relationship, it saps our concentration so it takes longer to get into a creative flow. And the pandemic has only increased our dependence on our digital devices. And this is because they're designed to be addictive. Social media sites and apps like Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram are specifically designed to be addictive. Big tech giants have major incentives to keep you on their platforms as long as possible. After all, the more we spend time on a site or an app, the more advertising revenue they bring in. Tech companies use behavioral design to create highly addictive apps that keep us coming back again and again. Like buttons and comments features. Hook us in and make us want to return the apps to check our scores. And the endless scroll of most social media platforms guarantees there's no stopping point. Furthermore, the stats concerning fatal crashes caused by people who use their phones while driving. And this is according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Driving a vehicle while texting is six times more dangerous than intoxicated driving. And so phone addiction is causing death every day. Now, one final warning, and we'll look at the parallels between Joseph's time in prison and ours. This definition is from the National Institute of Health. The link is also in the show notes. Social media disorder, also called SMD, is defined as a behavioral addiction and has been associated with depression, loneliness, narcissism, low self-esteem, Poor sleep quality and low academic performance. Hmm. Now, Joseph, while in prison, in this not of his choosing, served God by doing the best he could for others, and God rewarded him accordingly. Now, those of us in prison, whatever the cause, are unlikely to serve God by doing our best for others. How could we? Addictions by their nature demand we meet the need to satisfy the craving within us. But listen, it is not all gloom and doom. If we will go to God and ask His help with the thing holding us in bondage, and then do whatever is necessary to become free, God will help us. And this may involve, and most likely will involve, professional counseling, as it did with my own bondage to depression and anxiety, even though I still must work every day at my aftercare regimen. But whatever path you choose for freedom, It begins with acknowledging you are being held prisoner, even if you're trapped by consequences of your past behavior. Still, Jesus died to set us free, free from the penalty of sin and freedom from the practice of sin. And even in prison, you can begin to serve God with a heart willing to obey. Take that first step in the process of freedom. In summary, there are many forms of prison surrounding us daily. For those of us being held captive, Jesus promised in Luke four eighteen he came to set the captive free. Always keep in mind, freedom is an ongoing process, but you have to launch out in it and take that first step. And so the action to consider is serve God today by offering him your life and then read and memorize these verses, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Next week's devotion, How Joseph Got Out of Prison, Part 3. You've been listening to Hopes Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.